We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We are talking Boxing Day. That is December 26th on a Sunday. Yes, Boxing Day. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Jordan Cooper and Ryan Belanji. Before we get into the discussion of hopefully what will be a five-game slate, are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and of actual utility? Try So Rare, the largest NFT-based fantasy game. You can collect, trade, and compete with officially licensed digital cards of soccer players from over 180 clubs on So Rare. That's S O R A R E dot com. And this five game slate, we were just talking before jumping on the call here. I think the biggest question is Everton, as they seemingly have nine field players, according to Rafa Benitez. So if they get one more positive, it doesn't look like that match will happen. So that'll be in the back of our minds, but otherwise we're going to try and, you know, just look at the slate as it is and hopefully nothing will be canceled. But Jordan, biggest favorite of the day, Manchester City, Manchester City almost 2.5 goals implied total. Uh, start with them, I guess. Well, I mean, for, for cash games, I'm not even sure if you need to play any Man City players. I mean, it really depends on how they rotate. So uh, depending on, like, because the problem with Man City is that they don't have a set-piece monopoly taker guy. Like, you'll see Mares, you'll see De Bruyne, you'll see Gundogan, you'll see Foden, Graylish, depending on, on who's in. So it gets spread out enough that I don't prioritize a Man City set-piece taker. And they're all expensive and... Pretty much their ceilings are all goal-based and good luck predicting who scores. Uh, I think the values are on some of the other teams. So if you're jamming in value, I think it's more likely that you... It's possible that you don't play any Man City players. It's, it's actually quite possible that you end up playing a Man City defender, if anything. Because uh, I think the defender position on this slate is fairly, is, is pretty weak. Uh but I'm I, in, in the constructions that I've been building for cash, at least that I man city guys are kind of like, if I have money, that's my last piece, but I don't think I'm prioritizing any of them. Um, yeah, it's yeah, go ahead, Ryan. 
Yeah, I mean, I understand that. Um, there's, I don't think I could, uh, I don't think I could fade De Bruyne in cash. Um, yeah, like some of the city guys are expensive, but De Bruyne seems underpriced. I mean, he was just 10-3. He was 9-9 before that. You know, splitting sets, you know, biggest favorite, highest in He only took goals. one last game. You know, he doesn't he only really took need... one. It's just that he happened to get on the score sheet that he made it in there. But, I mean, from a set piece taking perspective, what's the difference between De Bruyne and, and Mares and Grealish and Sterling and – yeah, no, and, not, I mean, and anyone on the team. No, I mean, not much, but I mean, he'll split them with either Foden or Mares, but he has a floor without sets, too. I don't know. I think 9K is a good price. Like 10K, yeah, I wouldn't prioritize. 9K, I don't know. I think De Bruyne is one of the first guys in my lineup. Um, well, in this situation, so if Foden. Uh, Foden and Mares and De Bruyne all start. Do you still have the same thoughts? Because it seems like when those three guys are in the lineup, they all take set pieces. Yeah. Um, well, he's still the cheapest out of all of them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just wouldn't worry about the sets as much, I guess. I guess, you know, formation and lineup, I guess, would be like my biggest consideration if I was going to fade. I guess if you were like sure that he's going to play a deeper role. But I don't know, like if he lines up at forward uh, like he did against Leeds, I mean, you can't fade that. He has a huge floor with shots and shots assisted too. Um, but yeah, I mean, if Foden and Mares both start, yeah, like you can't really count on set pieces. Yeah, I mean, I get that's, what you're that's, that's, But that's where I'm thinking. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that Man City players are not like good players and they're not priced well. It's, it's tough depending on the formation, depending on the squad, like who to prioritize. And I'm more likely to prioritize players at scarcer positions. So to me on this slate, I see two different constructions that you can make. And I'm weird for me to say I'm more, I'm, I'm happier with the non dinky do one. Uh, Cause I think that you could get De Bruyne. I think you could play, two eight to nine K level midfielders on the slate. If you play two cheaper forwards and I'm not saying that you have to play, there's one that's a real punt and there's one that's just underpriced. Uh, but it's a much more goal dependent lineup. Like the, the standard deviation of that lineup is going to be higher. I think the, if Mares is in, I feel more comfortable with, Mares in a forward spot and I lean it's it I lean more towards Tottenham on this slate with I I lean more towards I feel more comfortable playing Sun at 9700 than any of the Man City players only because you know if he's going to take almost all their set pieces like they are a favorite yeah they're not the biggest favorite but uh, you know, one point seven two implied goal total at home against Crystal Palace. I mean, it's not. It's it's Palace is a much better team than people think they are. But like, I take a look at Sun, and then I take a look at Kane at sixty eight hundred, and Kane has the highest anytime goal scoring odds on the slate at minus one twenty five. And yeah, he's not had the greatest of years, but he plays ninety minutes, and he probably gets four or five shots off as a floor. 
why don't I just want to play Kane and Son in my my forward slots and cash? And maybe <coughs> the conversation comes in the midfield position of do I play a Man City player or do I play James Ward Prowse at eighty eight hundred? Like to me that to me that seems like more of the conversation. And then the conversation becomes do I play Mares if he's in or Son in my forward spot? And if you're going to try to jam in De Bruyne at midfield and Ward Prowse at midfield and do something with that type of lineup, then you're then you're you're hoping that the Everton Burnley game plays and you get to play Chris Wood at 3,500, uh, who has uh, what looks like the third highest goal scoring odds plus 135. Uh, the problem is his floor is zero, like the, right. the, and and he most likely doesn't play 90. So. Like, what type of construction makes me feel better? Do I want to rely on Kane plus Wood? No. To get, right, I, that, that's exactly the point. I feel much more comfortable with Sun plus Mares. Right. I can find cheaper defenders and cheaper midfielders to play and then not have to prioritize. I could still probably, even in that lineup, a Mares plus Sun lineup fit De Bruyne in. But it really depends on what you do in the other slots. But I think there's... There's more available cheap players at the midfield and defender spots than there are in in the forward spots. And other than the the players that I've mentioned, like I'm not going to play, te- I'm not going to pay 10-7 for Martinelli or 9900 for Saka. I think the Arsenal players are overpriced on, on, on this slate. Uh, I'm much more I'm much more likely to like. Do I even want to play McNeil at 7800 if that game plays for Burnley? When I got Man City options available to me, I think McNeil has a high floor, but not necessarily the best of ceilings. I just feel more comfortable paying up twice at forward rather than prioritizing a 9K midfielder. Right. So I, yeah, I should say I agree with you on that construction. Um, yeah, I agree with everything you said. So my my comment about KDB, that was uh, I would play him over Ward Prowse. So I just, I wouldn't play Ward Prowse, I guess. Uh, but I, I agree with that construction and I just favor KDB over Ward Prowse. But yeah, there's cheaper midfielders that are, that are very, uh, very playable and not so much for cheaper forwards. So yeah, I think that's the construction, I guess though. Uh, maybe you, you want to play Ward Prowse over De Bruyne. I, I can't do that, but I, it's not the worst. So, Kane, 6,800. There is a, I don't know, maybe a slight chance he gets rested just because he's gone a full 90 the last two. And then, you know, all these teams have two matches in three days. Sure, he's Harry Kane, but he did have an injury early in the season. So maybe uh, Conte doesn't want to rush him. Um, I mean, I'm just speaking in uh, possibilities here. So, but so you mentioned Chris Wood. It's almost like, he's basically the one punt play that everyone's going to look at. Otherwise it's not really, there's not really any guys you want to consider in these lower ranges. I mean, it's like, you're looking at Delhi Ali, I guess for some reason he's up here as a Ford 4,800 Bergwine. If he starts 4,900 Nathan Tella seems pretty okay. Nathan Tella is a possibility. He's uh he has a, he has a problem committing fouls lately, which is uh, hurting his floor a bit. But as uh, if so, we see if this Everton match goes as planned here, and they they end up starting five sixteen-year-olds, which I don't know. According to Rafa Benitez, it seems like it's possible. We don't really know 
what the situation's going on. How popular do we think uh, Chris Wood's going to be in cash games? I mean, at 3,500, I mean, essentially you're playing, depending on the construction that you make, the defender position is not very good on this slate. So it makes favored center backs more liable as a, as a second defender punt. But if I had to ask you, would you rather play Chris Wood or Ruben Diaz? Like, I'm why not play Chris Wood in a forward spot? And I know, I know Ryan, Ryan, Ryan is at the forefront of the try to get as many points at defender as possible, since since it's very hard to get that many points at defender. Uh I think I'm more liable to try to if if I need to if I if I need to punch like the chances of a, a center back getting 12 points is quite low in comparison to a forward, right? If Chris Wood is plus 135, like to use that comparison, uh, and Ruben Diaz, assuming he starts, who's at 3,500, is plus 1,000. Ruben Diaz's floor is actually higher than Chris's, Chris Wood's because of the clean sheet bonus. So maybe Diaz as a floor has four and a half points. But Wood's, Wood's floor is like one point but he has a 42% chance of getting 12. So like I'm much more likely to use wood. Even if you had, if it was a utility spot and I had 3,500, I still choose wood over uh, a center back or even, I mean, we'll talk about some cheaper midfielders like, like, uh, like a, a Wobi or a uh, Plachetta for Norwich. Like those guys technically have higher floors, but like Wood, Wood is is live to score two goals, especially against an Everton squad. Like Burnley's now the favorite in this game because Everton. I mean, Everton may be rolling out either they're going to be rolling out academy players or they're going to be rolling out guys that aren't even fit. So, like, if if there's any upside, like, I imagine imagine Chris Wood being sixty percent owned in cash and you not having him and he scores two goals, you're dead. Like I don't think I I don't feel like like in comparison to KDB, like I'm not I'm I'm more scared of the cheap guy that could kill me with upside than 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 a high price guy that could kill me with upside. So assuming this game plays and Wood starts, assuming, I mean look they have they have they have Vidra at seventy three hundred. Like I mean, I mean this is obviously a mistake. Chris Wood probably in this game should be fifty eight hundred. 6,000 in that range. So even though he has no floor, I don't see how you, how you don't play him. And I, I think the same thing with Kane. Kane should be 9,200, but he's 6,800. So like I, I it's it, wood plus Kane just sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> but from a value standpoint, their medians are high, but there's their, their ranges are very wide. Uh, it may be the type of it may, it may be the type of slate where you play both of them and and they're probably going to be high owned, so why not? Like I try to block upside and not floor. Like if I choose, if I knew, if you told me right now, James Ward Prowse is going to be sixty percent owned in cash games, I have no problem fading that, right? Because he's high price. Like if I play, if you tell me that that Ward Prowse is going to be twice as popular as KDB or three times as popular as Mares. It's like I'm I'm not scared to like if I think that the construction is better with the Man City player, I'm just gonna do that. But I'm not I'm not gonna fade the the if I knew 
Chris Wood was 80% owned. It's like, what, what do I gain when he gets a zero? Nothing by not having him because I have a $3,500 garbage player with four points anyway. But I lose so much when Wood scores that, I mean, this is assuming the game plays, assuming that that's going to be the popular punt play. But from a value perspective, I think Kane and Wood are the two best values on the entire slate. It's just that their their range of outcomes is just uncomfortably wide. Yeah, I'm, I agree with all that. Uh, the one thing I just, about Everton, so I mean, I'm looking at a couple different predicted lineups. I mean, I don't see any 16-year-olds. I don't see any academy of players. I mean, well, mid- some of these guys aren't fit. Like, the, like yeah. you have to realize some of these guys aren't fit. Like, Dal- Dominic Calvert-Lewin has not played since what? Right. August? Okay. I'm not talking about Calvert Lewin though, but Everton didn't even play mid midweek. So you know they have a midfield three so, of Gomez, Decore, Allen. That's normal, I, right? Gordon. Yeah. Wolf, I don't know if you actually all their defenders. So Benitez had his press conference today, where where he said he only had nine outfield players available, and like Calvert Lewin, he's he's just getting back from injury, and he may have to start him just because he doesn't have anyone else. Like we don't know. We basically don't know who is positive for COVID nineteen, so all these lineups are guesses. Like, ah, uh, okay. Any so, of these guys could have tested positive in the last week. Like, we just don't know because they they don't release these details. He said, uh, "I forget who Everton played last, but after that match, five new guys tested positive. So we we don't we know. don't know which right. We don't know yeah. which five they are. Okay, so like yeah, these okay. projected elevens. It's it's you know it yeah." Yeah. Well, who knows who's playing really? Yeah. That Okay. So they have more, more, more guys out that we don't know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, Chris, what, yeah. I mean, I can't, don't really have anything to add. It's way too cheap and it's, you know, rare that Burnley are favorites and it depleted Everton team. Yeah. I mean, you're more, you're blocking too. Like Jordan said, I mean, it's not really going to hurt you, but it could only hurt you if you don't play them. So Yeah. Seems kind of like a no-brainer. I mean, if that's going to be the popular punt. Yeah, that's, I don't know, it seems like it for uh, cash forwards, really. I mean, these guys just uh, seem to be mispriced, so they're going to be popular. And, you know, you got your couple set-piece takers in there. Uh, I guess we never really mentioned, so uh, Jared Bowen here. Uh, there's a chance he starts at forward. He's 9,400, kind of expensive, but he's home against Southampton. Uh, there's a chance he starts at forward because Antonio tested positive for COVID-19 last week and doesn't seem like Cresswell's ready to start. So, you know, it seems like he's going to have the majority of set pieces there. Uh, 9,400 is, I feel like his value isn't that, especially if he plays, a you know, as a central forward, maybe, you know, that position is evolves as the match goes along, but like, I don't think he's that much different than someone like Son Hong Min there. No, I think he's dramatically different. I th- I think, uh, I mean, we've seen Fornals take some set pieces. We've seen Lanzini take some set pieces. I prefer, like, tell me, tell me Bowen's playing centrally, and I actually have less. I think of him less because, like, what is he going to do centrally? He's going to play as a false nine, <coughs> touch the ball less. So at 9,400, like, I'd much rather, I mean, with Kane playing centrally, Sun goes everywhere. So, like, like Sun, Sun is going to get, like, five times more touches than Bowen. Like, I, if Antonio's in, I, I, I would like Bowen. But I'm not, uh, from a floor perspective, I'm not a big fan of this uh, West Ham-Southampton game. From a contrarian ceiling perspective, it's probably my favorite game on the entire slate. Because I think most of these guys 
don't. I mean, I think Ward Prowse's ownership is going to be the lowest you'll see on a slate. It, it, he'll be owned, but he won't be majorly owned with the Man City guys in the same price ranges. And I don't see people playing Ben Rama or Fornals or Lanzini or or any of the defenders. Uh, like even 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 the the Southampton defenders like Livermento and Walker Peters, Tella, Broja, Redmond. I like I just I just I look at this game, and I go, who's being played? Like like, and it's the closest game. Like Tottenham is enough of a favorite over Crystal Palace that I'm not clamoring to play Connor Gallagher or Will Zaha. Uh, Norwich are enough for a dog against Arsenal that I'm not like thrilled about playing like Pookie or, or Gilmore or someone like that, that I'm more likely to go to an even game and play West Ham Southampton. And then like Burnley Everton uh, pairing people up with Chris Wood. And like if Everton, we see this lineup comes out and we go, who are half these guys? I mean, so we may get guys that aren't even in the player pool in this game. Uh, why aren't I stacking Burnley? Like I, I just, I just, I, I think that Arsenal is the most overpriced team on the slate, which will make them contrarian. So if you want to play Lacazette or Saka or Martinelli, you want to do something like that. I think that's perfectly fine. But, uh, but, but to me, to me, I mean, what, what is? What is what is his goal scoring odds? I mean, Bo, Bowen's not Antonio. Well, the uh, the odds uh, aren't going to be reflected as him playing as a central forward. I guess. I mean, like goal scoring yeah, odds are what, dependent on where Antonio is. Like Bowen, like if you told me Antonio was ninety four hundred, what would you like? I'm not. I'm 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 removing a lot of his open play value, and I'm saying that Bowen may not have a set piece monopoly. He's playing centrally, like what he's a he's a center forward that has a little bit of a little bit of a floor. I mean, okay. Um, I'm in between. I'm in between the two of you. Um, I think uh, you know West Ham and Tottenham have the same win odds. West Ham actually have a higher implied total. Um, Antonio Conte teams don't dominate, and especially this Tottenham team. Uh, you know, yeah, Sun's in like a decent spot, but Bowen's in as good of a better spot with West Ham, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he still has a floor with a few with a few set pieces and multiple shots. Um, yeah, I don't know about you know playing as a number nine instead of on the wing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'd rather have him. You're right, probably on the wing in terms of a floor. Um, but I think it's closer. It's closer than you're making it out to be. Like Sun isn't. Yeah, Sun has a monopoly, yeah, but he's not like clearly better. At least in my opinion, he's better. He's a better option, but I think it's closer than than you think. But given the choice between uh, Bowen at 9400 and any of the Man City players, I'll take the Man City player. Uh, yeah, me too. I don't know. Yeah, me too. Yeah. At that um, price, if you told me Bowen was like seventy six hundred, I'd be like, okay, now we can start fitting pieces in. So you prefer Tottenham players over Manchester City players at the same price, but Manchester City players over West Ham players? Yes. Okay. I mean, only, but it's only Sun, only because Sun has has a monopoly of set pieces. I mean, just like, like I, I don't have to worry about anything with the Man City players. I got to worry who's coming in, who's coming up. Mahrez starts and plays sixty two minutes. I mean, like, like. 
you don't know what the Gundawan starts with De Bruyne. Get good luck. Like they're they're all like like Man City scores three goals, and I don't know where they're coming from. I will say, so these teams have two games in three days or two games in four days. So like in these instances, like you mentioned, Mares, if he starts sixty-two minutes, like do you think it's also possible, like Pep or any of these managers, really, they're just gonna they're gonna start their guys, go a full ninety, and then the next match they completely rotate. Like Manchester City have the players that they can completely rotate, give these guys full nineties without you know well, making major. Of course major that could happen, but how are we gonna know that? <laughs> that right, that's the point just- I'm making. I I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. Son is clearly the safest, clearly. Yeah, monopoly of set pieces. Uh, Bowen, you know, good chance he has a minority, you know, of set pieces. So, yeah, it's, yeah, Son, Son's clearly the safer option and has just as much upside. I mean, yeah, I get it. For, uh, so jumping into, I guess, the conversation here for midfield. So Ward Cross is 8,800. And we don't like we didn't like you know a ton of the Manchester City guys in cash, but Grealish is down there. He's at eight thousand. You know, no set pieces, not the same as Villa, but like he still has a floor. It's not like a floor doesn't exist uh, for Grealish here. So eight thousand, like he's had a similar floor to Ward Prowse in recent matches. He's cheaper and a bigger favorite. Is there any consideration for taking Grealish right there at eight thousand? I have no problem with Grealish whatsoever. I'm not, I I just don't the, the Man City players I'm just not prioritizing. I think they're all fine. I'm much more likely to figure out what I'm doing in the rest of my lineup first and then where if they fit in they fit in, but I think I'm on Ryan's side that like I think I prefer a Man City option than Ward Prowse. But it's like not Grealish. Yeah, I think I think I realist at eight thousand versus Ward Prowse at eight eighty eight hundred in the matchup that Man City have. Like I have no problem with, but you still have to admit that Ward Prowse at eighty eight hundred is probably the the similar to Sun, safer, right? But like, I don't mind taking the Man City guys over him. It's just that at the forward position, you don't have as many options as you do in the mid. Like in midfield, you can select a lot of Man City players, but. In the forward, it's like Foden, Mares, and uh, the Adun. Like, it's Sterling, I guess, if he's in. Like, I'd much rather fill a forward spot with a Man City player if I'm playing a Man City player. And then if the choice comes down to Ward Prowse or a Man City player, that's where the, that's where the, do I take the safety? Do I take the upside? Like, what is that, that line? To me, that, that is the comparison. It's not, uh, it's not a, like, do you not play Man City because, you don't like any of them. It's like no. It, you may have a construction where you don't even need that. You're not playing an eight to nine k midfielder, so you're not even make. You have Mares in your forward spot, and you're just like, okay, now I'm playing five k, four k, three k type of midfielders in both your spots, and you're not even you're not even faced with that decision. Yeah. So uh, Chris Wood thirty five hundred, Will Hughes thirty six hundred. If you had to pick one, where are we going? Well, Chris Wood fills a forward spot. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, obviously it depends on the rest of your lineup, but like, if you had, if you were punting on, you know, one three K player, like, would who would you rather have for cash games? Like, Wood has the upside, but Hughes, right? Has I, some yeah, Hughes, I, I would. I mean, Hughes obviously has a higher floor, and if he's going to take a majority of set pieces without Milivojevic in the lineup, like, then then give me that. I mean, I'm not scared of Tottenham. It's not like Tottenham's going to have seventy percent possession. They don't play that way. 
So, yeah, but I mean, I'm more likely to use him in a midfield spot. Like, it really comes down to the, the, the construction uh, of do you pay up twice at forward? And if you pay up twice at forward, you're going you're gonna to need some cheaper player that isn't Wood to fill a midfielder spot. And I, I think Will, Hugh, Will Hughes is there. Like, Plachetta is there at 3,000, splitting with Gilmore. I think I'm much more likely to play a Crystal Palace player than a Norwich player. Uh, but yeah, no, at third, I, I think, I think that's perfectly fine. I, I, I mean, I, maybe I have both in my life. Okay, maybe so, I would so, the guys you're paying up for it forward though, they're also midfield eligible. So, True, but I mean, but the main thing is that I need to fill forward spots. Right. But I guess it, I'm just saying like for the decision of Wood or Hughes, I mean, you can probably switch that lineup around to fit whoever you want. Right. Well, given the choice, I'm playing, I'm playing Hughes. If that's a utility spot question, but like, I still need to fill two forward spots. So if you're, if you're down to the decision between Wood and Hughes, that means you've already filled out another cheap midfielder and two expensive forwards. So like you've already put Hughes in your lineup to begin with, and now you're stuck in the utility spot and deciding between uh, Wood and Awobi. And Wood and Ruben Diaz, like you're you're stuck in that, and that's why I said before, like when I already have Hughes in my lineup, and I'm still need a three K, four K level player. Like, do you do that at your defender spot, or you do that at utility and choose between Wood and someone else? Yeah. Um. Because in the mid range and midfield is garbage. You think so? I think there's a few. I think there's a what couple. What about options. Lanzini here at 5,200? I think Lanzini's playable. He's playable, but he's not. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. listen, I, I'm not excited. Like, oh, I, Would you rather play Westwood over, over Lanzini? No, not anymore. Like, I'm turning the corner on Lanzini because, I mean, for this spot, just because majority of set pieces and penalty kicks – um, and a, and a good matchup. I think that's enough. Are you talking about Lanzini? Yeah, Lanzini. He didn't take anything last game. No. You, who took them? Fornells. Bowen took two. Fornells took one. Ben Rama took one. And Lanzini played 76 minutes. Hmm. Okay. Well, midweek, he took most of them. And Bowen started. And yeah, Fornells, Fornells did too. I should so I'll check that like, real quick. It seems like a mess is what it seems like. Yeah, okay. So I shouldn't have said that. But set, set pieces, I don't know. Like, he's been taking at least half the sets. I guess he didn't that one game. But all the other games he did, right? I mean, from what I'm seeing, I don't know. It, Penalty it kick seems like it, uh, it may depend on position here because he was, he was technically on the left side as an attacking midfielder against Arsenal, no set pieces. And then his prior two starts, he was a central attacking midfielder. And that's where all his set pieces came from. So I don't know. It seems like it depends on his position. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of weird. The only thing that I, I could give, uh, I could say in favor of Ryan is that if you're in this range, there's more upside in Lanzini's situation than in Westwood's situation, for instance. So like, let's say it's a mess, right? We see Lanzini in the starting lineup, and it's like Bowen's playing up top, right? And you're like, Cresswell's not in, 
Fornells is still in, and you're sitting there going, I need a 5K level midfielder. Well, if you select Westwood, you kind of know what you're getting. You're getting about a 5K midfielder. If you get put Gilmore in, in an underdog situation, he's okay. Like, he's just like, you're getting what you're getting. Lanzini, if he happens, if he has no set pieces, it's still worth about 5,000. If he has a majority of set pieces, he's worth like 7,200. So like from an upside perspective, if you're given the choice, this is not the type of situation of I got to jam Lanzini and see what the rest of my lineup looks like. But if you're using a construction where you need a 5K player, I'm much more likely to take the guy that has the upside. Like we don't know, but if it goes his way, he's 2,000 underpriced. And I can't, like Gilmore and Westwood will never be in those. Will never be. You could see no McNeil and or anything. You go, oh, Westwood's on on Monopoly of set pieces. M- maybe yeah. I mean, like, 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 but West Ham is in a better spot than Burnley is, and definitely better spot than Norwich is. And we see, oh no, there's no Plachetta, no, no, uh, <coughs> Gilmore has a Monopoly of set pieces as the second biggest underdog to Arsenal. It's like. Great. What's the what's the upside there? Lanzini's on a favorite home side. Like if he if he if they end up with twelve set pieces and he takes ten of them, like he he should be like seventy two hundred. So like from that perspective, but right. unless you're if if you're thinking like that and you need a player in that range, sure. But like you would agree with me, Ryan, that in the situation that West Ham is in, not knowing, it's not like you're like oh let me plug in Lanzini first and then like build the rest of my line. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, and just so people know, uh, West Ham played yesterday. Um, Bowen did play the number nine and took two corner kicks. Lanzini played on the left side of a le- the left side of a front three and took four corners. Um, so he took a majority yesterday and he's on pens. That, that, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, they, He might not take sets, though. You're right. It's It's been back and forth. But even if he doesn't at 5,200, I'm still comfortable with having him in my line. Yeah, I agree. Um, and. I guess while we're in that range, um, what about Anthony Gordon? Uh, without, I mean, you know, if this Everton game goes without Townsend, um, with or without Damari Gray, Gordon's been taking uh, most of the set pieces, uh, more attacking uh, than than Westwood. I mean, seems like a similar option to those guys. I mean, I don't yeah, know. I was going to bring that up. So, so just as Everton lineup is kind of a mess to talk about because Rafa Benitez even said like, there's a chance like Dina has been in the doghouse and there's a chance he moves back into the starting 11, which is, I assume going to change Gordon's role on set pieces. But yeah, like if you said, if Dina's not in and Gordon is pretty much the guy for Everton, which he was last match 5,100. We haven't no, we haven't really recommended anyone from Everton at this point. And you always have to re- recommend someone against Burnley because of the amount of opportunities they give up. So yeah, like he's possible. And these, yeah, the lineups, these, uh, the lineup's very important for that one. Like you yep. mentioned, if, if Dina and Townsend aren't in that lineup, I, I like Anthony Gordon. I mean, yeah, Ever- the Everton team might be depleted, but Burnley's still a good matchup and Gordon has like a decent floor just from no set pieces. Um, but better yeah, like turn play uh, than than cash, but still, uh, he was good. He when that uh, draw against Chelsea, like he was. I don't. know, He's probably their best player on the field. I mean, 
he, he's kind of come out of nowhere and like he's you know almost a child still but uh like if he's if he's the guy in there yeah, no i agree i've been i've Burnley. been impressed most of the times that i've watched him play absolutely yeah we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, otherwise that's kind of it for uh for midfielders. It's you know the cheap options, the uh the high end options, and as I think Jordan kind of mentioned it at the start here, the most expensive defender. And maybe the biggest question is Joel Cancelo at sixty seven hundred and you know, he doesn't have set pieces, but he gets forward a ton. He has, what, multiple shots in his last five league starts. So, like, you know he's going to get forward. Manchester City, biggest favorite. But no set piece, no set pieces, is he worth the 6,700? I mean, I, Jordan can go, but absolute lock for me. I mean. Oh, oh very, the complete op. Oh, the, oh I'm, I'm the very, uh-huh. very, very easy decision for me. Clearly the best defender. I think he should actually be a little more expensive. I was surprised to see only 6,700. Might not have sets, but um, still a high floor. As much open play upside as the Liverpool and Chelsea fullbacks now. Uh, Multiple shots in nine of his last 10. At least three shots in six of his last 10. Tons of shots assisted. Crosses two. Um, And, I mean, he, he has three goals and seven assists already this season. I mean... Yeah, uh, Cancelo for me. I mean, I know there's arguments against it, but especially with the lack of other good defenders, he's a priority for me. To me, it comes down to construction. I don't think he's a priority. Yeah, he's I get a, it. He's viable. He's viable. I I much rather my first defender spot is going to be Lucas Dina if he starts. Okay, yeah, he, at fifty four hundred, if he's going to have a set piece monopoly day. I mean, we don't know. Maybe he has COVID. Maybe he tests positive. Maybe who knows what happens with Everton. That game may not even play. But the fact that that if Dean is in the lineup, like they're in desperate, like who else is going to be the fulcrum of like who's going to take everything playing Burnley. They're going to have to cross a ton. 
Because obviously, when they're playing some haphazard starting 11, that half the players may not have even played again with each other, they're going to resort to much more direct uh, attacks. No, I, I, I agree. A lot of wings, a lot of crosses, and and if he's like... If he's in, I, I view Dina as a much higher priority than Cancelo. Yeah, I side. just I gotta say my my Cancelo spiel assumed no Dean, uh, assumed no Dean. But like you're right, if he's back in there, yeah, that's especially for cash games. That's where you got to go when he, he's going to have a majority of set pieces. Yeah, I, I agree. And then once you plug in Dean into the lineup, depending on how you construct the rest of your squad, you don't have sixty seven hundred for a second defender. I mean, like. That's really where it comes down to, like, are you even in the range of even playing a guy in any position at that salary price? So let's say <coughs> you were to play Sun, Mares, KDB, like, and Dina. Like, there's no way to get a $6,700 player in that lineup here. Right. I agree. I agree. Right? My, so like, are you, yeah. So that, that, that yeah. Cancelo's there. He's an option, but I think he's more of an option in, in Kane. In wooden or cane lineups or lineups where you're playing, not playing KDB, and you're playing like Lanzini plus uh, Will Hughes. And then you're uh, playing Dina and Cancelo in your like, it, like you're going to not, you're going to have to not play one of these 9K kind of players. And I, that's where the, to go back to the early part of the conversation, I'd much rather, I'm much more rather fill in those 9K level players at the forward position. Right, because you have Lanzini, you have Anthony Gordon if he's in, you have Westwood or some, you know, you have guys in that range that you don't need an eight to nine k midfielder, but like at the forward position, it's pretty scarce. So I'm much more likely to prioritize spending the money at the forward position, which leaves me with Dean plus something else at defender, like and then going down and playing a a, a Southampton fullback. Or playing even like a Kufal, or you know, you save some money somewhere uh, at defender just to fit that in. I don't know if that's optimal, but you know, yeah, sure. If we had all the salary in the world, give me Joe Casalo. It just really comes down to what are you doing at forward and midfielder? Would you, Ryan? Would you rather have a Cancelo? Let's say there's no Dean. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather, if given the choice, would you rather have Cancelo in a defender spot or De Bruyne in a midfield spot? Like you could only have one or the other. Yeah, probably De Bruyne. Um, I get. Oh, well, I don't. I don't know. I think I need more information. I mean, if if there's no Dean, my argument is is more that I just, I want to pay for the best defender on the slate. If Dean's not in there, I think there's a gap between Cancelo and the rest where I think there's an edge there. I think you can make up points there and you have like a ceiling with Cancelo to just, you, you instantly cash if, if, if he, you know, scores or assists. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if Dean's in there, then no, yeah, I wouldn't play both of them. I just, I want to have the best one for sure, whether it's. Well, I mean, you can't. But Ryan, you can play both of them, and just you can't play both of them with a nine K midfield. Right. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. So if if I'd rather have like no, I wouldn't play. Right. I wouldn't play both of them. I guess no. I'd play. Who, uh, who are the other uh, outside of Cancelo and Dina? Like who's who's really worth? Like the question comes in. I know I mentioned like Kufal and Livramento, 
Uh, do you think any of these guys are worth paying that I just I shouldn't just go all the way down and just like give me give me Ruben Diaz it's thirty five hundred give me you know uh, whoever whoever happens to be in for, yeah. for Man City center backs or you know something like that? No, yeah, no, I don't. I agree with you. Uh, I I like I was trying trying to force somebody just and I I can't really find one that's worth it. No, I mean you can make an argument for the Arsenal left back, but nah, they're expensive and. Yeah, no, I agree. It's not worth it. Ruben Diaz seems pretty good. No consideration here. Like you said, the left back, Tierney, Regulone, Zinchenko, those guys out of the picture just because of price. Yeah, it's it's close. Like, I would want one of them, but I don't know if you'll have the salary. So, yeah, I think just like just just because of price. Um, they're decent options, though. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I know, I know what I know. I know what uh, second defender uh, uh, Adam wants in. No, no uh, who is it? It's going to be Craig Dawson, right? Wait, how Bowen you know? plus Dawson plus Bowen <laughs> CD Dawson, right? You got you got to get that center back. It's it's either Dawson or Ben Gibson. It's going to be one of those guys. Well, What's your center back du jour of this late? It's Craig Dawson. I, I have it written okay, down. So I was right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, so Craig Dawson, he's twenty nine hundred. My thought is people are gonna will rather go to Issa Diop, who's twenty seven hundred. So you I get don't the, think people would the, rather go to either of them. I think you, you get the gotta... extra pivot though. So you know Dawson's gonna be one percent less owned than than Diop, but oh okay. So that so oh, I, so I wrote down it's some a contrarian numbers. Contrarian play on the contrarian play. Oh okay. Well, you know you got West Ham as a favorite. If you got Lanzini and Bowen in there, you got that duo as well. So Dawson has scored multiple multiple goals in his last five Premier League seasons. I think that's that's kind of everything you need to know. He's got plus seven hundred odds to score. I mean, who's that even with? Uh, who did I see down here? Good Munson, uh, Placetta, your guy, uh, uh, Tella's down there, Hochberg, Rodri. Like plus seven hundred's fine for pretty good for a center back. Had a shot on target last meeting. You know, you know he's going to be hungry for. For goals on Boxing Day, home match. I'm, I'm, I like West Ham in this match, so I'm, I feel good with Dawson here. Yeah, you know, he's not that much different than uh, Ruben Diaz. Uh, West Ham have 31% clean sheet odds. City have 48. Yeah, there's a difference, but there's yeah, also there's a $600. A that's, a, that's a big difference. Yeah, si- seven, seven, like, yeah, it's a difference, but like, there's also a $600 salary difference. I don't know. I'm just saying a, a home center back for under 3K that can score goals is always in play for me. How many uh, – I, I was going to ask how many set-piece goals does Manchester City score, or I feel like a lot of their goals are more from open play. I don't know. It just seems like – but they score so many goals, so maybe it just doesn't um, – They score set some set-piece goals. Laporte has had a couple recently. Stone's got a couple last year. Diaz got one just last week. Um, Ake has scored a couple. They, All right. they do All score right. them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I still like the uh, you know the price difference there, 600. Sure, you, sure Diaz and uh, Laporte, those guys will be – maybe they'll be more expensive if, if people spend down, but – I don't think it's a it's a major difference uh, for the the West Ham guys though, especially at home. But uh, goalkeeper, just going into the goal odds here, Ederson fifty nine hundred. But the thing is, he's going against a Leicester team that seems to score at least one goal every match. You guys have a preference here? The lowest scoring match is uh, Everton and Burnley, at least for the implied total. 
if that match gets postponed, then that's another story. But uh, do we have a favorite here? I think you play one of two goalkeepers in cash. You're either going up and playing playing Ederson, uh, because clean sheet odds for Man City, 48%. Arsenal's 45%. But Man City's win odds are 80% versus 67%. So that's not worth the 200 indifference between Ederson and Ramsdale. Like Ederson on this slate probably should be 6,400, 6,300, something like that. And if you're going to pay down, you're probably playing Tim Krul, right? The cheapest, he's the, uh, the home underdog goalkeeper. Arsenal is overpriced. You're probably not going to have any Arsenal players in your lineup. So it's kind of like not negative correlation if you had to choose between the two. But as always, it's goalkeeper. It's going to be the most important thing on the entire slate, and it's not predictive whatsoever. <laughs> um. Yep, I, I agree with that. Uh, Ederson or Cruel. I, I like Ederson. Um, just like about this match specifically. Uh, City shut Leicester out uh, earlier in the season. Leicester also lost a heartbreaker yesterday to Liverpool. Uh, City was City rested that City didn't have a match. So I, th- I think it's a tough spot for Leicester. Uh, you know, they played all their guys yesterday, they lost in penalties. Uh, yeah, I, I like Ederson, but you're right. It's goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, I like Carroll though. That, uh, that one makes sense. I know Arsenal are the second biggest favorite here, but I can't remember the last time. Well, maybe I can, but just, it seems like Arsenal seem to disappoint when you think they're actually going to win. And this, you know, boxing day, big, big home match for Norwich to bounce back here. It just seems like a spot where Arsenal are going to let down and struggle to score. Actually, they, I feel like they played pretty recently, uh, and Arsenal won one nil, if I remember correctly. It was it was a pretty uh, Arsenal had a ton of chances, and Cruel probably had a good match. But uh, yeah, otherwise, anyways, yeah. Uh, as an Arsenal fan, I'm uh, I'm surprised at how well as how no, I'm surprised at how well uh, they've been playing recently, creating a lot of chances. Uh, and you know, I've I've tried I've like I've tried to fade them in spots based on everything you just said, like normal letdowns. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. They've been better. Uh, they're on a, they're on a nice little run. Uh, but I, I agree. Cruel at home is still like, I still don't trust Arsenal, but I mean, every time I've tried not to trust Arsenal, they, they still come out and do it. Yeah. Cruel had five saves in the one no loss against Arsenal a few months ago. But yeah, it seems like uh, ever since Martinelli came into the lineup, they've they've been a bit more consistent, and I, that's why he's he's ten point seven k. So is that do we just convince everyone to use Martinelli here at ten point seven k? Is that is that what we're doing? Crazy to see Martinelli as the most expensive player on the slate. I mean, yeah, crazy. Um, good tournament play though. He's been taking most of the corners and uh, three goals in his last two games. Yeah. So good luck with that. I maybe I will do a lineup with Martinelli. Maybe the Arsenal West Ham stack that'll that'll do the trick and hope uh, Manchester City don't score. That seems like a losing strategy. But right, you play Ben White with Craig Dawson. Nothing could go wrong. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! What? No, Issa Dia. Ben White's on. Oh, okay. You're talking because right, you're playing the R. So you're playing the two center. The double right. the double center back. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah, uh, that's a good strategy too. <laughs> all right, got anything else? Mm, I don't think so. All Hopefully, right, all the game that this may be tomorrow. You'll be oh, people listen. 
Three of the games are canceled. Who knows? Yeah. And if that happens, we'll be back for a Christmas Day show. So uh see you everyone then. No, I'm just kidding. We will not be back. This is our this is our show for Boxing Day. But that's right now we got five matches for Boxing Day. Uh thanks for listening. Uh, like and subscribe on YouTube or wherever you're listening. If you're listening on a podcast and rotowire.com slash soccer trial, you can get everything. Their free 10-day trial, no credit card required. You can find us in Discord. We'll be in there. Well, we'll try and be in there. It's going to be uh, maybe less busy over the holidays. We'll see what happens. But I know Jordan and Ryan will definitely be there in Christmas and talking soccer. Um, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, maybe I'll be in there. We'll see what happens. But uh, I think that's it. That's all we got for today. Ryan, Jordan, thanks for joining me. Happy holidays, everyone. We will see people back uh i don't know within the pet next week we'll see thanks guys everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body including those involved in hormonal balance from functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.